Um, Rabbi said, we're on Daf Tezainam with Aleph. Tezainam with Aleph, we've got one Tosis left. Um, we were discussing, if you remember, uh, not the week before last, about um, a, a bed, how it became Tome, how it became Torah, and pieces, etc. There's one Tosis left. You'll be pleased to know that we don't need to recap the Gemara for that Tosis. Um, Tosis is going to discuss a subject of whether a pshuti creates a, uh, um, a wooden keli that has got no base kibble, you can turn it in the mikvah. The interesting thing is that what, that one might not be aware of, there are certain keli that can become tomei and cannot become tahor by putting the mikvah. We all know the simple example of a klicheres. Klicheres can become tomei, but if you put it in a mikvah, it doesn't help. But there's more than just a klicheres. Let's have a look at the second toasters on Tes Zayinumad Aleph. Materas Chavila. Mashmar says, Toysis, the Pshuti Kliates Tumayin, that a Pshuti Kliates, a Kliates, a, a wooden vessel that has no uh, uh, receptacle and is Tomei, could go in Mita, for example, a bed, the Chazila Medrasois, where you say it hasn't got a base kibble, so how can it become Tomei? It's Tomei Medras, if a, a Nidor or Zov lines upon it. Isluhu Tarba Mikva. The Gemara is very clearly talking about a Tomei bed. It's irrelevant how it became Tomei, whether it's in one piece, two piece, ten piece, six piece, it's irrelevant. It's Tomei, and we're talking about putting in a mikvah. So you see that a Tomei bed, which is Pshuti Kliet, can have Tahara in a mikvah. That which it's, the Gemara seems to say in Rebbe Kiva and Shabbos. That Peg Rebbe Kiva, that a mat... You can't be tovel in a mikvah, and it won't help. It can become tomei, but it won't become tor in a mikvah. So, you see, pshuti kliates can't become tor in a mikvah. They can become tomei, but that's it. Well, how can we see where the bed can become tor? There, we're not talking about wooden mats. We're talking about mats made from sedge, or mats made from reeds. We're going to come across this sedge again. I'm afraid my knowledge of botany is not great. But sedge has got strong fibrous leaves and stems and is used for weaving baskets, mats, and construction of boats, houses, thatching, fencing, and rope making. So now you know what, those of you who don't know what sedge is, now you know. We're going to come across it again, the Gemara discuss it later. It comes in a few times. Obviously they made mats and things from that. So, and gemi is rashes, is reeds. That is the, uh, uh, um, uh, is this week, cedra. Tevas <coughs> Goima says Rabbeinu Tam when the Gemara says that the mapots hasn't got a Tarba Mikvah it's not a mapot made of wood of branches it's a mapot made of the Shifa or the Gemi that which the Gemara says in Baba Kama Gabi Mapots regarding this Mapots and the Gemara says we're quoting the Mapots and the Gemara there is saying that this Mapots can become a Tumas Erev which would be a Rishon Atumah, it just became, it just became in touch with a, it became a Rishon Atumah, it touched an Avatumah, it's just Tumas Erev, wait till the evening, tovel it, or tovel it during the day, and then, in Tahar. And it's also Tumas Shiva, it can become Tomi Tumas Shiva and an Oila Mace. The Mashma Shish Letarelacha Shiva, the, the Gemara says that um, in Baba Kama that Amapats can become Tomei Meis and will require seven days Hazar, etc, etc. Well, if something, if you're telling me something become Tomei for seven days, that implies the Chari that you can become Tomei afterwards. Dafilu Even if you want to say that when the Gemara Baba Kama says it can become Tomei Shiva, it doesn't mean that therefore it can become Tahar. It's Ladin Tumas Shiva, Kloima, i.e. Lios Avatuma. What the Gemara means over there is that it can become an Avatuma. In other words, really you could say that a Mapet hasn't got Tahar of a Mikvah. Ah, the Gemara says in Baba Kama it can become Tumas Shiva, which implies that it can have Tarba Mikvah? No. Perhaps we can suggest the Gemara doesn't mean that. The Gemara means it can become Tumas Shiva. In other words, it can become another Tuma. Full stop. That's all the Gemara means. But not that it can have a Tara in the Mikvah. So Tosi can't say that. First, um, first medium sized line. Mikol Makon says Tosi's no. Ilesle Tarba Mikvah. If the map, uh, something doesn't have, you can't make it tar by dipping in a mikvah. In yochol, they also say avatuma. It cannot become an avatuma. 
So Tosa says like this, we have, the Gemara tells us in Eirevin that if something can't become Torah by putting it in a mikveh, it can't become an Avatuma. A klicheres can't become an Avatuma. It's got no Torah by mikveh. It's a loch. It can't become an Avatuma. Anything that can't become an Avatuma, sorry, anything that can become a, sorry, anything that can't be toiled in a mikveh to make it Torah cannot become an Avatuma. So if the Gemara in Baba Kama tells me, and it's quoting the same Brysa about Muppet as the Gemara in Shabbos, that it can become Tumas Shiva, that means Tumas Shiva means Avatuma. So it can become an Avatuma. So if it can become an Avatuma, it must have a Taraba Mikvah. But the Gemara says in, 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 in Shabbos that a Muppet hasn't got a Taraba Mikvah. Says Toysus, a third medium sized line down, you have to say, that brysa of Muppets the mates, how do you know a Muppets can become Tommy Mace, which the Gemara quotes both in Shabbos in Perubakiva and in Baba Kama Kates the Regal. Mashma de Marile Muppets. The Gemara understands when the Gemara is talking about a Muppets in that brysa, it's talking about all types of mats. Bamba shell eights, whether they're made of wood, could go machzela shall conim a a a machzela which is made of some type of branches. Beimah shall shiva vagemi whether it's made from non wooden material. So the brayser over there is talking about all mats, whether the mappet is made from wood, whether it's made from other material. V'daikinon perek omer abekiva mimappet shall shiva vagemi and the gemara in Shabbos is talking about those mats that are made from shiva and gemi. They haven't got a tarba mikvah. But case the regal, daikinon mappets mi mappets shalets, and in case the regal, the Gemara talks about mappets shalets. So we've got this universal brisa that's referring to all types of mappets. So when the Gemara is talking about, it says a mappets can't be have a tara in the mikvah, and quotes this brisa, it's referring to the mappets which is not made from wood. And when it talks about a mappets that can become Thomas Nace, that's talking about mappets that is made of wood. Okay, that's, so that's Tosis sorted out the, the mat. Now Tosis has got a problem. Why have Pshutikli eight? Why can you be terrible them in a mikvah? So you'll say, well, why not? I mean, surely everything that's Tahoe can become Tommy in a mikvah. Sorry, anything that's Tommy can become Tahoe in a mikvah. So What's Tosis' problem? If you look at it in the Pasha Shmini, where it talks about Kalim having Tarba Mikvah, it's talking about Kli'ets that have a difficult part to them. Dichsiv, the Pasuk says, Mikol Kli'ets, Oi Beged, Oi Ur, Oi Sak. And a Sak is a cloth, which is Matantel Molivarekon, it's got a base kibble, you can put things in it. So therefore, the Gemara learns that everything which is like a sack, another word, it's got a base kibble, it can be empty and it can be full, that's got Tower of a Mikvah. But anything else hasn't. Your Pshuti creates your bed is not meant to hold anything. So how come it's got Tower of a Mikvah? Mikol Mokim says, Tosis, Nafgulon Mi'idach Kra. There's another posuk that talks about Tower of a Mikvah. Tehseva Pasha's Midyon. It says in the Pasha of, of Midyon, I think it's Matos, there we've got not sak next to kliate, but we've got maseizim next to kliate. And maseizim doesn't have a base kibble. So you see that even a kliate that hasn't got a base kibble has also got tarba mikvah. You can't say, <coughs> like we say with a sak, maseizim, you can carry it when it's full and when it's empty. It's only shy to say that regarding a sack. You only have a sack which is sometimes empty, sometimes full. A sack is used to carry things. As it says in the other week's parasha, So a sack is something which is there to contain things. So when I've got kliates in the same pasuk as sack, I say just like a Sack has a, a receptacle to hold things, can be empty, can be full. So creates can be empty, can be full. When it comes to Maiseism, when it comes to Maiseism, it doesn't make sense about Molivarekon. Because a Maiseism isn't made just to be Molivarekon. You don't, it, a Maiseism is a piece of cloth. It's not a, it's not a utensil. And therefore it says creates next to Maiseism. We can learn that it creates, even Pshuti creates, is 
tahara b'mikra. But a gemi and a shifa, those are not kliyat, and therefore those have got no tahara b'mikra. Why? Because of a simple reason. They're not included in the posuk. So it's not just that the klicheres hasn't got tahara b'mikra. Anything that there's no reference to in the posuk, when the posuk talks about tahara b'mikra, is not included in this uh, halacha, and therefore a mappet of shifa and gemi says Rabbi Nutam hasn't got tarba mikvah. Rashi actually holds that even a mappet made from wood hasn't got tarba mikvah. You're going to have a problem with our Gemara, but let's. I think we've done enough of Tum and Tara. Let's move on to the next piece of Gemara. Says the Gemara, Gufa, and Tezayinu and Aleph, six lines down. And we had this. The Gemara quoted this opinion before, the Gemara wanted to try and bring a raya for this from our Mishnah, the Gemara said it's no raya, but we do paskin like this, we've had this before, Gufa Omerav Ami Bativ Yumi, says Rav Ami Bativ Yumi, Kalim if you use a schach worn out Kalim broken Kalim, that are no longer Makabal Tumah, it's possible and we saw Rashi before, Rashi explains it was Xerid Rabbonon um, the Rambam says it's a gezerah because the question is what, what's the problem over here then we're talking about a keli which was made from let's just finish my bloy kalim what are bloy kalim what is worn out kalim amra baya matlonios these are cloths obviously made from linen for example or cotton something which grew she'ein bayim shalosh shalosh it's not it's less than three by three heads boys it's not fitting neither for anim or for ashirim so therefore, it's no longer makabal tumah, and therefore should be kosher for schach. If I've got a beloy begodim, or for the same token, shivrei kalim, a kalim which is broken, a wooden spoon, a wooden bowl, it's broken. So what's the problem? It's no longer makabal tumah. It's gedulim in so why can't I use it for schach? Says Ami Bativyumi, no, since once it came from something that was Makabal Tumah, even though no longer, and is Gadulikaka, you can't use it for Schach the Rambam. We saw the Rambam says the reason is because if we allow you to use Shivri Kalim and not Makabal Tumah, you're not a Boki, you might not realize, you might think, oh yeah, my, my bowl, my wooden bowls, they've got nice chips in them, I'm sure I can use it for Schach. And it's not true, <laughs> that, that's not enough to be called a Shivri Kali. You might not discern when it's, you might not know that Lachas to know when it's something because it's broken or not. And therefore, Chazamah de Gezeira, a broken Kali, a worn out Kali, you can't use for Schach. And that's how we pass it. So the Gemara, Tani Kavosei, the Rav Amibatif Yuma, we've learned in a Bryce like Rav Amibatif Yuma, Machzeles shall shifo veshal gemi, a, a Machzeles of shifo and gemi, shior, which is sedge and, and the reeds, shioreo, those, the afal pisha nifchasumi, a, a, sorry, a, a, a mat made of those materials, shioreo, and it's no longer a mat, the leftover, the worn out bit, afal pisha nifchasumi kishiura, even though they are now less, and the size to be macabre is worn out just tatters bits and pieces of the mats left you can't use them why not because once they were part of something that was macabre tumor even though they are worn out and, and they are very small not macabre tumor you can't use them a, a mat made of, of, of twigs if it's a big mat this is a mishnah later it's a sugya later at the end of the peric, a, if it's big, you can't use it for schach because those mats were not used for sitting and lying on, they were so big. Therefore, you can use them for schach, they're not makabotuma. Katana, emesach, but a small mat you can't because those were used for lying on. says, pardon me, that even a gadoila you could for schach. But that's just as an aside. The good point over here is that. A, uh, uh, this worn out piece of cl- mat, which is makabal, which was makabal tumma, even though it's no longer makabal tumma, gedulim in oret, not makabal tumma, I can't use it because it was once part some, of something which became tummy. Let's have a look at Rashi. It says Rashi Shifa. It's the second narrow line in Rashi. Shifa is Lishka, which is this sedge. Vishal Gemi is if you've learnt Rashi towards the beginning of the Sedra you'll find the same Rashi in this week's Sedra Tevas Goima Rashi says Yunk or whatever that's uh, Rashi's or Reed's Shioreho Kigoynifkasov Nishtayaba it was become less become smaller bits are missing and this is what's left of it Afal Pisha Pchusa Akshav Mikishia Latuma 
even though it's now smaller than the shear that it would be required to become Tumah, the Snan, Mapet Shisha, Shisha, the, the shear Tumah from Mapet is six by six, it's less than that. Amosak, can you can't use it for Schach? Ho, Yulumiklika also, since it originally was part of a Kali, with Chilasai, Sumakabelis, Tumas Mishkov, Azovanido, and originally it could become Tome Tumas Mishkov, therefore, not me, therefore, you can't use it for schach, even though it's no longer makabel tumah and it's kedivei karka. It's just interesting to note that Rashi um, refers to Thomas Mishkov Hazov Hanida. I mean, why does Rashi have to tell us what tumah it could take? I mean, it, 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 it can take tumah because that's what the Mishnah is telling us. It, it just he should have said since it got to be makabel since it was once makabel tumah finished. It could be again. I don't know, but based on what we saw in Tosfos that anything which is not, hasn't got a Taraba Mikvah, right, can't become Thomas Mace. And the Mapots of Shif and Gemi hasn't got a Taraba Mikvah. So if it hasn't got a Taraba Mikvah, it can't become Tomei Mace. So how can it become Tomei? So Rashi got to tell you, yeah, but there's not just Thomas Mace in this world. There's other Thomas. There's a Thomas Mishkavah Zovanidah, that could be Thomas Medras, which this would apply to this map. Otherwise, I don't quite know why Rashi has to specify which Thomas it has. Gedoyle Masachimbo, the lav kalihu, a large, this is again, just part of that brice and not necessary for us now. A large uh, wooden mat made from twigs is not a keili. To stomach a sikuch, because you don't manufacture these large mats to sleep on, to lie on and sit on, you manufacture them for uh, roof coverings. It doesn't mean that they've got a, a that's heksha. Uh, people would make them in the Arab countries and they'd use them for, you know, cover over their huts or whatever. They will make shade for them in the, in the, in the hot days. Afi Mekabel as Tuma, Rableza argues, he holds Kosova Stamel as Shiva Vakiliu, that a, 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 even a large mat made from uh, wooden sticks is also considered, uh, for a, 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 a Kaili because it's all, he holds it's also used for lying on, and it's Mekabel Tumas Mishkov. Again, that's something we'll come to Mitzvashem a few daf later on. Now, there is an interesting question over here, which, um, Rabel Yashiv, with the Rishash actually raises, in the previous Gemara. If you remember, the Gemara Dafyud base discussed Akishton. If you remember, we talked about flax, which hadn't yet been spun. Right, it's been, what was it? I can't remember, scutching, ret- no, not retching, that's the wrong one. Um, and whatever it was, retting, I think it was, all the, the, the various three processes. You got, so the, I need to say Pishton apostle for Schach. So there's a Machlaxi Shonim Y. Machlaxi Shonim Y. So the Tosas, Rashi held because it was Makabal Tumas Nagoin. Right? Which there was holding machloek, because others say it's not makabel tumah to go until it's spun. Tosis and the run held it's not makabel tumah, but it's korav lekabolas tumah, because all you need to do is spin it, and then it become tomic. That's why it's new. But the Ramam has a new pshat. The Raiva tells you could use it. It's stuffing. The Ramam, the Ramam says it's not recognizable as karka. You got this, this um, these fibers of flax, right? Fibers of linen. They haven't yet. They're yet to be spun. You can't see kedule karka over there. If you would see them, you wouldn't see Gedele Karka. And since they don't look like Gedele Karka, that's why it's possible. Says the Rishash, so why do you have to tell me over here that these matlonios, these shmatas, right, these leftover bits of shmata, which were made from linen or made from cotton, obviously Gedele Karka. They've got less than three tfach, three by three amp tfach, ah, it's boys. They're not makabal tumah, they're no good. Why? Because we've got a new halacha of Rav, Rav Ami Bativ Yumi, that since it was part of a keli, a big keli, that was makabal tumah, so the bits, the shvarin, the bits left over, they're still also possible as chach. But it's anyway not recognizable as gudele karka, it's a piece of cloth. So that should be enough for it to be possible. Why, why does the Gemara have to say that it's possible because of this new halacha? That's the Rishash's kasha dafyud base. So the, 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 the so Rabbi Yashu wants to say, Zachidish, he wants to say that the reason that the Rambam gives that Anitze Pishtan are possible because they're not recognizable as Gedule Karka, that's only Lechatchila. Lechatchila, you shouldn't use it for Schach. But but the Evid, if you did, it would be Bikasha. That's what he wants to say. And the Chiddush over here is that if it's Bloy Kalim, even but the Evid, it's possible to use it for Schach. That's, that's a territory he wants to give. <coughs> Okay, that's, um, let's have a look at, at the Toysavas. says, Toysavas, This little piece of shmata, which is less than three by three, I suppose, is not suitable neither for anim nor for ashirim. Vafilu even though he wants to keep it and he wants to use it, because don't forget, he, he's not throwing it out. He's using it for his sukkah. 
So usually you'd say you've got a little piece of cloth, less than, I mean, three etzpo, it's is what? It's less than an etzpo, let's say, an etzpo is two centimeters. So it's less than six by six centimeters. It's a shmata. It's a, it's a shmata, shmata. It's, it's useless. So what would you do? You throw it out. He's not throwing it out. He's keeping it. He's putting it on his chach. So is that, is, does that not give a chashivus? Obviously it doesn't, because it's not a keili. Sorry? Well, no, you, the, you're using these shmatas too, to either the whole roof, or you've got enough of them there that without them you wouldn't have a kosher sukkah. Be a pastor, let's learn the whole shmatas, the whole roof's covered in them, I'm just, yeah. But nochanam, it doesn't, it makes a difference. As long as they, we got, we need them as chach kosher. Otherwise our thing is, oh yeah, otherwise our thing is going to be, I think it's going to be possible. So the problem is, so Tosis Lechoyer says, but, but I'm keeping them. I'm, I'm putting on my roof. Tosis says, even if you intend to keep them to use them for something like that, that doesn't help because it's something people throw out. But there are exceptions. Ah, the Gemorin Zvachim says, that if you've got a piece of shmatter which is less than three by three boys and you've got machshava to use it for something, it is makabal tumma. So why is this any different? Delay domi, you can't compare. The hosom there machshavto ni keres mitoch masav kedaprishes perches tekelim. He says you can't compare over there. You can see from what he does. I tell you, the Orchner learns. You, what we're talking over there is that he has intention to use this shmatter. And he takes a shmata and he then stitches it in as part of a clothes or clothing, a large thing. So his mice at the end has shown that his machshava was a problem machshava. I want to use this as part of a beged. So then we can say lemafreya that his machshava was enough to consider even then it was able to become tommy. But here over here, just putting on a roof. I've got to use it. Bottle doesn't help. It's not makabel tumah. And okay. Let's move on to the last case of our Mishnah. The last case of our Mishnah, which we're going to discuss. The Mishnah said, Hachotet Begodish. Last is Lois Sukkah in a Sukkah. If a person hollows out a haystack to make a Sukkah, it's not a kosher Sukkah. Says the Gemara. Two dots, just under halfway down. Hachotet Begodish. Omer Rav Huna, says Rav Huna, we only say that it's possible if you hew out your haystack, you borrow um, out in your haystack, if there's no chalal of a tefach b'meshech shiva. If you haven't already got an airspace, not one tefach, seven by seven tefachim wide, when you make the haystack. But if there is a gap of a tefach wide, and it's seven by seven tefachim. When you made your haystack, hareze sukkah. This is a sukkah. So that what is what is Rav Huna telling us? Rav Huna is telling us that when the Mishnah says that I've got a haystack, then I probably borrow, borrow out the haystack. I've now got seven by seven tefachim, ten tefachim high, um, um, a hollow. That's possible. That's only where I didn't have a tefach airspace to start with. Now, we'll see other pshatim, but let's learn how the simple pshat of Rashi in front of us. But if I've got a tefach airspace, seven by seven, so in other words, imagine you've got a, a, a tefach height, which is seven by seven tefachim, seven tefachim wide, seven tefachim long, and you, on top of that, you build a haystack. So I don't know, it's supported with some sort of structure, whatever. You build it, so when you've got your haystack, you've already got, at the bottom of the haystack, let's learn the Rashi, a tefach height, right, it's a minimum shield of an oil, which is seven tefachim by seven tefachim. So I've already started. We'll see the norm does how it works. I've already started. In that case, says Ravuna, you can borrow it out, make up from the one tefach height to ten tefachim high, and your sukkah will be kosher. The Mishnah is talking about where it's completely blocked up all the way down to the ground with a normal haystack. Then you go and borrow in, and you want to go up ten tefachim, seven by seven. That's where it's no good. So you're going to add another nine. You're going to add another nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Let's do that. That's, that's how Rashi learns every year. We'll see the run quotes. Different Rashi. It doesn't... Allah can make a great enough commitment, but let's, we'll see. Tanya Namahachi. We've also learned so in a Brysa. Hachaitev Abagodish. Somebody who hollers out in a haystack. Last is lo sukkah. To make a sukkah. Hareza sukkah. It's a kosher sukkah. Says the Gemara. What are you talking about? Vanon Tanan. We've learned in our Mishnah. Ain't a sukkah. It's not a sukkah. Got a contradiction. The Bryce says it is a sukkah, the Mishnah says it's not a sukkah. 
From here to Raya for Avhuna. It depends what the haystack looked like before you started. If the Bryce is talking about a haystack where there was really tefach airspace, seven tefachim wide by seven tefachim long before you started. Whereas the British Mishnah is talking about where there's nothing there. So you could be putting up a haystack which you intend to use as a sukkah and put it in a particular way. Yeah. Correct. And if you hollowed out one, it'd be okay. Hollowed out the other, you wouldn't be okay. We're going to take the we'll develop that gives in a bit further in Mitzvahim shortly. But yes, one haystack's got a tefach airspace seven by seven, and on top of that, you build a haystack. You can borrow that one out. That's kosher to make it ten high, seven by seven. The one that's a normal haystack, right to the ground, it's going to be possible. Ikidiromele mirma. There are those who. Who, 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 rather than having the statement of Rav Huna and then backing it up with an apparent contradiction between a Mishnah and a Brisa, they've got it this way around. They ask a kasha between a Mishnah and a Brisa. Tanan, we've learned in a Mishnah, the line begins, Mirma, Achaitit Begadish, Lazalai in a sukkah, just before the Mishnah. Somebody who borrows out in a haystack to make a sukkah, it's no good. Votani, we've learned in a Brisa, I the sukkah is a sukkah. Om Rav Huna, kasha. Not that Rav Huna made this statement. Rav Huna's coming to answer the stira. The case of the Brysa where we're saying hollowing out the haystack is okay, where there's already a tefach high hollow seven by seven, the Khan and the Mishnah that says it's no good, where there's no hollow of a tefach high, which is seven by seven wide when you have the haystacks. In other words, if you have a tefach high, and you build the haystack on top of it, but that tefach height has not got the minimum shear of seven tefachim by seven tefachim, which the length is also no good. You've got to have a minimum oil side, which is the size of a sukkah, as far as surface area is concerned, cross-section, seven by seven, tefach high, build the thing on that, then the thing's going to be kosher. Let's have a look at, <coughs> at Rashi. Let's have a look at Rashi. Uh, they weren't haystacks. They were um, uh, sheaves. They were sheaves. I, th- I think it, uh, you might have difficulty in the haystacks bending down. I think, but uh, no, they were sheaves. Okay. Says the Gemara like this. Says Rashi like this. Elo. The line begins. Elo. It's about quarter of the way down in Rashi. Elo she'ein shom chalal tefach. Goiva. Right? When do we say it's no good to borrow out the haystack? If you haven't got a height of a tefah, which is seven by seven, width and breadth, kishir sukkah, that means the surface area, the floor space, is like a shir sukkah. Right? And then you would build a goddish on top of that airspace. If you haven't got that, the achshav nasa shem schachmeilov. Now it becomes schach. If you haven't got anything before. It wasn't called schach before. It wasn't called schach. If it goes all the way down to the ground, it's not schach. You now burrow it out. Now it's called schach. Well, again, we'll discuss in a little bit more detail the lambdas of what's going on in but that, no. So therefore, when I've got a tefach high, I can consider all the straw that I'm piling on top. It's schach because it's covering an airspace. And a tefach has got a minimum height. It's considered a, 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 uh, a, a, um, a, a, an oil. Right, on Shabbos, you can't make a tefach oil. We'll see what Tosis says. We had it earlier. Also, this discussion about sukkah gabbis. But an oil, that's the minimum height of an oil. So once I've got an oil, which is seven by seven, so I'm, any straw I pile on top is schach. So now I'm borrowing out. So very nice. So I've got my schach. But if I haven't got that, so I haven't got schach. Because what's it being seicheyach on? Nothing. There's no airspace. So when you borrow it out, it's no good. Avol says Rashi. The line begins. Avol im yeshom b'chulu chalal tefach. If there is a chalal tefach, oil who? But it's an oil. It's a, it's a covering of the tefach height. Nimtzus shem schachal. It's a goddish. Therefore, the, the goddish is called a schach. It's a big thick schach, but it's schach. Okay, shachait it by melematol lemalo. When he now starts hollowing from the bottom all. Until he makes the hollow, not one tefach high, but ten tefachim high. This is not considered making sechach. He's only making walls over here. This whole block of, of, of straw that was above the chalal tefach, that's all sechach. 
So what's he doing? So I've got a whole block of schach already because there was an airspace and you've got an airspace the stuff on, to- stuff on top of it is called schach. So what am I doing when I burrow out? I'm making walls. I'm making the walls. And when it comes to walls there's no problem with It's incomparable to a sukkah which is less than 10 tvachim high. And you then dig down into the earth and you make it into Asara. Says Tosfos, says Rashi, what was the problem of Chotet Begodish? What's the problem of hollowing out a stone? It's a classic example of Tasavalomenasu. You would burrow it out, so now you're making it into a sukkah. That's, that's something that wasn't there. You, you've got to put the schach l'shem sukkah. You're not going to burrow down automatically the schach is, 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 is a sukkah. Like we spoke with a, with a house, right? You bang the, you put the, you put, forget about because there's tikkun. You've got the planks there as your house. Now you say, okay, I want to use it for a sukkah. But it, it was put on as a house. You now just by sort of want to make it into a sukkah by changing your mind. That's tasa. You've got to make it as a sukkah. No, it happens to be there already. Here also the haystack was piled up. When I borrow that and pull out the hay, I'm not doing anything to the hay above. So it's, it's automatically, now that I've got a hollow space, ten tefachimai, seven by seven, automatically it becomes schach. That's tasa velominosu, that's the psul. I didn't make that schach, I didn't put it there, l'shem schach. So it's possible. But once I've got a halal tefach, so all the stuff I put on top of it is considered schach. So what am I doing when I hollow it out? I'm not making anything into schach. The whole shebang that was on top of this tefat is schach. It's all seicheyach. It's all protecting, if you like, the, the airspace. So what am I doing by hollowing out? All I'm doing by hollowing it out is making walls, which I need ten tefachim high walls. That's all I'm missing now. I've got schach. Problem is I haven't got walls. So, but I'm hollowing out. I'm not making the walls. The walls that I, I'm hollowing out. Me I've got walls. Why is that not tasavelomina osu? I'm not building a wall. Says Tony Rashi because when it comes to walls, there's no din of tasavelomina osu. The psul of Tassav Lominas is only on the schach, not on the walls. So Sorry, God. Sorry? You made as a haystack, you put there as a schach. Even though you've got half of the instead of the there, you put it there as a schach. So that's what Rashi's saying. Once you've got an oil of a tefach, once you have an oil of a tefach, then anything you put on top of that is considered schach. It is seicheach on the oil. It is considered schach. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, of course you can't build a haystack and burrow out uh, a tefach by a tefach and then and then and then and then the seven by the and then no, 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 absolutely not. Because then you, yeah, you've got you. You must have some sort of support or something. You've got the airspace and on top of that you put the schach. So the schach is osui. It's tase. I made the schach. The walls is, is osui. By burrowing it, I make walls. The walls are not worried about tase. It doesn't matter because it, because as long as it's nasa let's sail, it doesn't have to be made shem sukkah. That was I think we had those comments earlier. As long as you put the that was the sukkah's ganvach and rakbash. As long as you as long as it's made let's sail and not let's sneer or whatever the case may be, that's kosher for a sukkah. That's the longest over here. That's called the schach already. That's called schach. That's 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 the chiddush of the gemara. Yeah, yeah, that's the chiddush of the gemara. Says the last. Let's do the last rashi. We'll come. We'll come back to this. Says, um, oh sorry, so, okay, let's just finish this Rashi. The last Rashi, and I'll come back to this previous Rashi. It's not that Rav Huna came along and said, there's a Mishnah, I'm going to tell you in the Mishnah. And then he says, well, I'll prove Rav Huna, because otherwise there's a steer between the Mishnah and Brisa. Ikadamra said, no, that's not what Rav Huna said. Ulaprushi Masnisin, he didn't come to explain the Mishnah. Elorami Masnisin. Mirma Abraisa, there was a stira between the Mishnah and Abraisa, or Ravhuna came to answer. So it's really a technicality and a nusach. Was it that Ravhuna explained our Mishnah and we said, oh, that's wonderful. With this explanation, we can understand an apparent contradiction between the Mishnah and Abraisa, or was it that we had an apparent contradiction and Ravhuna came and saved the day with his shtikotur? Now, our guess in Rashi is quite clear. You see the picture over here. Arguing Rashi quite clear that he's hollowing the haystack, haystack from, if you take, I think you've got a picture of the book, from bottom up. I'll just see if I can share with you, gentlemen. One second. Just one second, please. Sorry. Let's see if I can get the picture. Um, sorry, excuse me, I'll just see if I can share something here. 
Excuse me, gentlemen, on Zoom, the camera lighting wasn't brilliant, but I hope you can see it. Page 45. Again, apologies, the picture's not terribly clear. Well, the lighting wasn't great. I don't know, does that make it any bigger? If I enlarge it on my screen? Yes. Okay, great. Okay, that's good. So, basically, the way, with the gifts we've got in Rashi, is that you've got a tafakh airspace at the bottom, right? And you build your haystack, that's a top picture, and you then hollow up, you can see the arrow going up, you then burrow up to make it ten tafakhim high. Yes? Are we, you with me? Yeah, that's the posh The run has got a different, the tosis yontav, he says, the Ran's got a different gears in Rashi completely. He learns in Rashi that you're not, you're not burrowing up, you're burrowing down. In other words, that's number 227, that's the second picture down. Right, number 227. And what you do is, you, 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 uh, uh, um, um, you build up the, the schach, you build up the, 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 the hay, You've then got an tefach airspace. Say tefach number nine is an airspace. And then on top of that, you put the, 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 the straw, or the hay, whatever it is, and then you burrow downwards. So in his picture over there, number 227, where the arrow is, that's, that's all filled up with, hay, with, with, with straw, with hay, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what you say. It's a haystack, then it's going to be hay. That's all filled up with hay. Right? And you're burrowing that out. The Ram learns in his gifts in Rashi that it's not that you're burrowing upwards, like the top picture, but it's the second, the middle picture, you're burrowing downwards. And that whole blank area that you see was, is filled with hay, you're just, you're just burrowing it out. So what you do is when you make a haystack, you don't have a little airspace at the bottom or one tefak, and then build on top the whole haystack and then burrow it out upwards. You build, you start off your haystack as normal, right? <coughs> you start your haystack with normal, you then get to um, uh, um, I get ten tefachim. You've done ten tefachim, for example. You then leave a tefach, at least ten tefachim. You get. You then leave a tefach space, and you pile hay on top of that. So now what I've got? I've got hay. I've got ten tefach. I've got a tefach airspace, and then below me is nine tefachim of hay. So you bar, you dig out that hay. Why? Why does he learn that Rashi? He's got different gears in Rashi. Why? Because he doesn't like the other pshat. Because when you, he argues that when you burrow upwards, when you end off at the top, that schach at the top was never meant to be schach. That was just top of a haystack. If you look at the top picture, you'll see that there's a, a dotted line, which, which is, let me just make it a bit bigger. If you look at the top picture, you see there's a dotted line which basically shows you the area that will be hollowed out when this fellow's finished burrowing. Now, the argument is, Gimel, the very top, and it's a bit hard to is, you know, uh, to spot there's a, there's, a, there's a gimel at the top above the dotted line that's going to be your schach no matter that'll be when you've finished ho- hollowing out this whole um, uh, square uh, rectangle your schach is going to be gimel the argument is well before you borrowed it out when you made the haystack that, that wasn't schach that was just stuff on top of the haystack the only bit that was real schach was base which is just above the halal. That was your, that was your schach. There's a base just above the halal tefach. That was your schach. The rest isn't schach. So all you're doing is by burrowing out, you're creating, get, making gimel into schach. Because any base that schach, only the area above the hole which you're going to consider schach, not the whole thing. And therefore it's gimel made into schach. That's tasavul eminasui. That's the problem he has. And therefore, he has the, that, that's the problem he understands in Rashi. And his Gyosu in Rashi is the other picture, which is number 227, which I made larger here on the screen, where, as I say, the whole area at the bottom, the whole bottom of the rectangle is filled in. So what you did was you filled the whole thing up, up to where it says Chalal Tefa. It was all full. You then left the Chalal Tefa. You then put more hay on top. Now, when you burrow downwards following the Aleph arrow... The, the hay on top is the same schach, it hasn't changed. So when you put that hay on top, it was the schach for the chalal tefach. Now it becomes a schach for the tefach plus all the other nine tefachim. It hasn't changed. That's why the Ran has, he's got a different gifts in Rashi. He understands that's the reason why Rashi learns that you're not chaitet milmata lamalo, which is argirsa, but it's milmalo lamata. <coughs> and then the Ran says, he says that ikida amri, 
Ikeda Amri, that doesn't, that, that doesn't make a difference. Even Melamata Lamata, which is argued in Rashi, even this chat is also okay. Why? Because he says, and this is obviously how you have to know, I'm sure, in the Rashi that we have, he says, what are you talking about? Only Gimel is the Schach. It's not true. The whole shebang that is piled above the Chalal is the Schach of the Chalal. You can see a little base. You go up to the top of the little box, you see a Dalad and a Gimel. The whole lot is Schach. Just happens to be very, very thick Schach. As you burrow upwards, you're not creating Schach. You're just reducing the thickness of the Schach. That's all it is. If I've got a sukkah which has got schach like this, thick schach on top of it, then I go and remove some of that schach. So what? You're going to tell me, oh, what do you mean? Just a minute. You had three feet of schach on your sukkah. Forget about sukkah of Leibaz. Leave all that aside. Yeah, three feet of schach. Right. Now you've taken away the bottom one and a half. So, tas of lomina asui. Because there's only the bottom one and a half foot that was directly above the sukkah. And that was above the airspace. The rest wasn't. It's not true. I've got thick schach, three feet of schach. I'm just thinning the schach. Exactly the same over here. The whole volume of hay, which is above the chalal tefach, is schach. It happens to be enormously thick, schach. So when you burrow upwards, you're not creating schach. It's not tassavalim and also, you're just thinning thick schach. And therefore, the, 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 uh, um, uh, 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 the run says, it's okay. And the fact is, as we said, as we saw inside, that is our girsin rashi. Since that's our girsin rashi, we're gonna learn in rashi like that. Now, the whole thing above the chalal, the whole, all the way up, all that is considered schach, right? because it's all secheach on the chalal, and therefore all you're doing by burrowing upwards is thinning that schach, and therefore it's kosher, and that's how we paskin and the mishtabruah, when they, when they, when they, the, the, the paskin, the, uh, uh, when they bring this halacha of, of, <coughs> pardon me, of burrowing out a goddish, as long as you've got chalal tefach, they say there's no difference whether the chalal is at the bottom and you burrow upwards, or the chalal is at the top, you burrow downwards, in both cases, it's no problem whatsoever, and it's kosher. Let's just have a look at a little toast first. Let me just stop sharing the screen. Let's have a little toast verse. The third toast verse down. We say that chalal tefach is sufficient. We could say that Rav Huna is following his opinion. Remember the Gemara says the sukkah tacha sukkah is no good. Right? It says basukah is got to be one, not two covering. How, what's the, the gap between the two that they're called two coverings? Is it one tefach that was Ravuna? Is it four tefachim? Is it ten tefachim? So Ravuna says over here, a tefach is enough for a starter. So then, the Chayri is going to Shittosoi, that sukkah tacha sukkah, if I've got a sukkah, and then I've got a tefach space, and then another layer of skach, that's sukkah tacha sukkah. So you see one tefach, it's called a sukkah, the top it's called a sukkah, that's why here, he says it's really called a sukkah. You could say that. I'm not convinced, says Tosis, you have to say Rav Huna's Lishitose. And La'alocha, we don't say that, because we paskini ten tefachim. He says it could be that even the opinion over there, who says that you need four tefachim between the two schach layers, that sukkah tacha sukkah, could also agree that here tefach is enough. Tole Shmuel, Toma Hosom Asara, Shmuel, who says over there, it's, and that's how we paskin, it's only considered a sukkah tacha sukkah if you've got ten tvachim. You've got a sukkah, schach, ten tvachim airspace, and another schach. That is a psal derais of sukkah tacha sukkah. It's got to be ten tvachim. Hochel You can't say that over here. You could say like this. Ravuna holds that one tefach is enough to call the bit above a sukkah. That's why over here is a tefach. The other opinion holds it's four tvachim. So here you need four tvachim. And you couldn't just Shmuel hold ten tvachim. So what, here you need ten tefachim? Well, if you've got ten tefachim, you've got a kosher sukkah, what's this whole shaila over here? And you can't tell me that Shmuel doesn't hold of this whole shtikul because we've got a stira between a mishnah and a b'risa. So there's got to be an answer. And the answer is that there's this airspace which is smaller than ten tefachim, not a kosher sukkah, and on top of that you built your haystack, and then you borrowed it out. So therefore, says Tosfos, it's very nice to make a shtikul that Rav Hun is going to shitosai, but that isn't going to work in Shmuel. It's not going to work in Shmuel, so why does it have to work in the other opinion? And Lemaisa, that's how we paskin. We paskin that. Sukkotach of Sukkot is only possible if it's ten tefachim, but here, once you've got one tefach to start with, right, and you pile your haystack on top of that, the thing is actually considered kosher. Now, <coughs> before we start the next Mishnah, there is an interesting Haggaz Maimani, and this could be maybe more Nagea to us, I'm not saying it is, but it could be certainly more. Given haystacks, I don't 
Here we have haystacks in the back garden. My dear Chavrusa did bring a sheep. He went to, he thought the children would find it fun and he went to the countryside and he brought two little sheep home. And he had them in his back garden. Not sure what the neighbours thought about it. But I, I'm yet to see haystacks in his garden. So, there is a, the Rambam in, he, he gave them back by the way. He didn't keep them very long. So, uh, yeah. Um, it got too cold. It wasn't good for them. Right. So the Rambam in, in Perak Hay, not in Chometz and Matzah, I beg your pardon. The Rambam says like this. The Rambam talks about Hachaitet begodish, Vaso sukkah ain't a sukkah. Yeah, you hollow out a, a stack, no good. Shariloh im a godish, they'll tell. We'll come back to that lotion. Lefikach, therefore, im osa bitchila chalal tefach bemeshach shiva lashem sukkah. If you make a height, a space of a tefach, which is seven by seven tochim, right, lashem sukkah. And then he hollows it out. Vishli molasara, and you made it up to ten. Kshiro, shari nasas chach shelo letzel. The schach was made letzel. Very nice. Allah says that goes maimini. He's going on this case. Im osa b'tchila chalal tefach. Then it's okay. So the goes maimini. Umehai taima, and for this reason. You should not put on the schach before you made the walls. So imagine you've got a structure which is four poles and a frame at the top, right? And you're going to put your schach on top of that. You put your poles, you put your leaves, whatever is on top of that. And then you build the walls around the side. Not supposed to do that. However, if you add a tefach wall next to the schach first, then you can. So in other words, I've got four poles, and I've got a frame at the top. So as I go, you put schach on top of that, and then build the walls, no good. But if you've got a wall, which is a tefach high, going around the top of my frame, right, then I can put schach on top, and then finish off the wall. And where does he learn this from? From Chesib HaGadish. He says, oh, may high timer, and for this reason of, if you've got a tefach, you, you can't hew out the, the, the schach, but if you've got a tefach of airspace, then it's okay. Oh, may high timer, don't make the walls before, schach before the walls, but if you made a tefach of a bit of a, of a, of a wall before you put the schach on top, then it's okay. That's, that's the, that goes, mind. It comes along the bach, it comes along the bach, and as you can imagine, the bach says, I don't quite know what he's talking about. As the late Rabbi Bernstein would say, as they say in the classics, mine is Shmita Eitzel Harsinai. Says the, says the, uh, uh, Bach, he quotes that God's Maimini, and he says, um, let me just find it. V'teim ha'gedoyla, ma inyan zeh l'chaitit b'gadish. What on earth has this got to do with Chod Begodesh? There, what, what do you mean the haystack for? You made the haystack because you've got to store the hay for the winter. I will come, but here, hurry, also, sach l'shem sukkah l'tzil. You've got a haystack, we say, a haystack, a brow a haystack, it's postal sukkah. Therefore, you must make the schach before the walls. It's What's one going to do with the other? In the case of the haystack, you know, the haystack is there for storage. So of course, if I borrow it out, it's no good. But here, the schach is made for tell What's the problem? the oil. I say it hasn't got walls. It hasn't got. It's not called an oil. I'm not an oil. I just want that the schach should be as a shade. So, what's, what's, what on earth is going on over here? What he means, from interesting, Rashi in the next Mishnah that Mitzvah will see next time, that, 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 um, uh, uh, he wants me to die from Rashi the same. Allah will discuss that over there. So he says, he says, I'm not quite sure. This, this Bagos Mamni only means, King of the Lek of Gafana. All that goes by, I mean, it means is, don't do things in reverse order, don't make the schach, don't put on the schach until you've got the wall. So what's he bringing it on? Chaytib Begodish. 
You know why he's mentioning Begodish? Because there it says that there's a tefach to start with, is it's okay. So who had it over here? Even though there's no reason, but Lachatchili shouldn't make this kach first. If there's a tefach, it's okay. Right? And then, so he wants to say that when the Blagos Maimini says, oh, my high timer, he's not saying my high timer, you shouldn't make the, the schach before the walls. My high timer, that in this Lachatchila Dikadin, that you shouldn't make the schach before the walls, if you put a tefach wall before you put the schach, that's okay. Tefach at the top is okay. Where do you see that they have a tefach being something? You see that from the case of Chaitu Begotish. That's how it's only Lachatchila this din is not much. Right, says the Bach. I've seen as this new sefer come out called the Levush. He says the Levush holds its puzzle. If you made the schach before the fanos, it's puzzle. The nirai be'enai the tor says the Bach. I think you made a mistake. Why should it be possible? What? What's it got to do? What's it got to do with, with, with this making the schach before the walls? There's no connection whatsoever. And therefore I think that the Bozdagos Maim is only a lachatchiladikadin. It's not learned out from over here. He's just bringing an idea from over here that <coughs> just like a tefach helps here, so a tefach of a wall helps over there. The, the, um, I think we're going to, we'll have to finish this piece off next week. Um, but I, I'll, I'll leave you with that question and I'll leave you to think about it I think it's quarter past I'm going to get involved but we'll see not everybody agrees with this but we'll see that there appears to be and we mentioned this in the past of Machalek is doing Rambam and Rashi why there's a why there's a problem of Chotet Begodish what the Psul is and what how exactly works over in here and then I think we'll see as a Tziv will point out we'll see that based on that Machalek is shown him we'll understand what that Gosma means we've got just Two seconds, I, 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 pardon me, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the shir, um, as I'm sure most of you are aware, unfortunately we lost another member of the shir last week, and Mr. Sidney Feldman was nifter. Um, he was a member of the shir for, I'm sorry if I'm bringing bad tidings to anyone, he was a member, he used to sit always um, on the right hand side, right at the front. He was a member of the shir for ages, I think he was probably since the beginning. He was a, a, he was a tire, a tire yeet, he was Davening was always there. His son told me how in the 1950s, before they had a car, they used to stay in sandbanks um, on holiday, two buses every morning to get to Shacharis. And there was no, no effort. It was quite normal. Quite, quite normal. He was the first, he attended Rabbi Yankel Hager's Dafayomishir from its inception every single day until Rabbi Yankel left for Eretz Yisrael. I remember when his first wife was terminated in the hospital and he, in his 70s, he'd walked over to the Royal Free I still can see him. He came he was walking back in his trainers, right? Because he had to be back for his Dafayomi shir. He was always on time for this year. He had a tremendous love for Limud Atari. He was a Mamasha Eid a very, very special man. A very special man. The Gemara says that Hillel was Machai of the Chai, Machai of the Anim. I think we can say Mr. Feldman was Machai of Balabatim. The way his, his Torah and his Tfili was really, and his Midas was really, really, I got to know him through the Shir, and I'm very grateful that I got to know him. He's a very special man, and I hope he meets Hashem that. He should be a male of all of Klalisrol for the Shia, for his family, for all of Klalisrol. We should only have a Basuras Tovas. I'm sorry to end on a not such happy note, but we've had a Kasha that you can think about. Hopefully you can go away with that and see if you can come up with something for next week. Shkerech Abayi Sayyid.